I will feast at the table of the Lord. I will feast at the table of the Lord. I won't hunger anymore. Welcome to the table. You are listening to the Kingstown Communion podcast with lead pastor Michelle Matthews. The Kingstown Communion is a new United Methodist Church existing to gather people into communion with Jesus Christ through courageous conversation, creative community, and collaborating for the common good. We worship at Island Creek Elementary School, 7855 Morning View Lane, every Sunday at 10 a.m. For more information about upcoming events and opportunities to serve, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Kingstown Communion. We're glad that you're listening along with us. If you live close by, we hope you'll join us for worship in person. And if you ever feel so inclined to help us by giving financially, you can do so on our website, kingstowncommunion.net. Finished. 
the marathon I had run and now I'm totally exhausted and everything in me just aches finished. The relationship is over and she's told me she doesn't love me anymore. Finished. That work of art is completed and ready for display. Finished. The counseling has run its course and, and now I'm ready to face my fears and bitterness and anger. Finished. I've served my sentence and I can come out of finish. I've been told I no longer have a job and need to come. There's no need for me to ever come back to work. I packed my box. Finish. Surely Jesus's climactic words from the cross must be ironic, right? This isn't the way the story is supposed to end. Remember the heavenly host of angels in the skies above Bethlehem singing of peace on earth? Surely this wasn't the way they imagined it would all turn out. It would all finish. Remember the crowds on Palm Sunday waving branches and singing hallelujah? Surely they weren't thinking of an apocalypse five days later. Many other words can capture it besides finished. Ruined, perhaps. Betrayed. Wasted. Lost. Destroyed. Devastated. Ravished. Wrecked. But Jesus uses the word finished. What in the world might this word mean for us? A little closer. What is finished? One thing that's finished is the blonde hair, blue-eyed Jesus, the constant smile, and the loose-fitting toga, and the baby lamb constantly around his neck. That was the Jesus that hung in my grandmother's house growing up, the one that loves the little children. There's, there is nothing sinful about this on the cross. There's no guitar playing, white halo wearing, country road Jesus, spectacle of Good Friday. Jesus is mutilated, taunted, asphyxiated. The Jesus in our projections, the kind friend, the Mr. Fix-It, the handsome suitor, the husky organic farmer, they all die at the foot of the cross. The rose-tinted Jesus of soft-focused promotional paraphernalia is gone, finished. Another thing that's finished is the conquering Jesus with the righteous fist, the Jesus who was upheld during the Crusades, the Jesus who in the Inquisition they thought they were promoting by torture and cruelty, the Jesus that demands to seize control of a government, the Jesus that obliterates other religions, the Jesus whose name is used to promote one race or gender or people giving themselves sanction to oppress and marginalize and lord over others. On Good Friday, Jesus doesn't conquer. He's humiliated. He's defeated. He's dragged through the streets like a slave or a dog. The Jesus who gives credibility to human power is finished. And then there's the Jesus that stands idly by while earthquakes destroy countries, while civil war becomes a way of life around the world, while loved ones are diagnosed with cancer, while hurricanes and tsunamis wreck households and livelihoods and cities across the world. Jesus isn't watching from some heavenly telescope. Jesus' suffering is as bad as any known human experience. Jesus isn't tucked up in the sky. He's in the middle of the human train wreck. The glass, the nails, the rails all contorting his body and piercing his soul. If you ever look up into the sky and shout, oh God, why? Why God? You're looking in the wrong place. You need to be looking in the face of the crucified Jesus. That distant remote control God has nothing to do with Christianity. In the face of Good Friday, that Jesus too is finished. We wonder how awful spectacle could possibly, how this awful spectacle could possibly be necessary for our salvation. And we're supposed to wonder that. We wonder how this tiny, broken, wasted body could possibly be the body of God. And we're supposed to wonder that. We wonder how any joy or hope or glory can come from this. And we're supposed to wonder that. 
We wonder why God doesn't utterly reject us after we've shown the very worst we could possibly do. And we're supposed to wonder that. All of these wondering and pondering should be part of our faith and imagination, our daily prayer and our compassionate hearts. But for all who are wondering and pondering, one thing's utterly, when we see the pain, when we see the grief, when we look up onto the loneliness of the cross, when we touch Jesus' wounds, when we hear the cries, we know that God will go to any for us. God will never be separated from us. Loving us is God's DNA. There is no part of God, no part of God that doesn't desire to be with us. That Jesus is the embodiment of the way God's destiny is wrapped up in us. Any other notion of God, any other speculation, any other spectacle about this, this God would make no sense of God's heart for us, God's wishes for us to be near God. This is, where it's, this is where it's dispelled. Any other notion of God, any other speculation about God's wishes, any other idea about what lies at the heart of God is gone. Be to God. See from his head.